Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Nine to Thrive HR. My name is Holly Pennebaker, and I'm HCI's Digital Content Program Manager. I'm joined today by Dr. Anna Tavis, Clinical Associate Professor of Leadership and Human Capital Management at New York University. Welcome, Anna. Thank you very much. Excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Performance management is a focal area for HCI in 2017. This May, you will be a keynote speaker at our Performance Management Innovation Conference in Chicago. Your presentation is entitled, Cultural Due Diligence Prior to Your Performance Management Revolution. So let's just jump right in with some questions about performance management. How do leaders find the natural rhythm of their organization and their people when determining the best feedback system's timing? That's an excellent question, and it's clearly the first question to lead with. Um, your step, your number one step in the process should be to find out what your organization strategy currently is and how it's moved from the time when you set up your original legacy system to where you need to be in the future. Chances are that what you currently have is an off-the-shelf solution that was created for the purposes um, very distantly uh, uh, removed from the strategy. Usually, uh, the only reference to strategy you see in the legacy systems is through the goals, the goal-setting process, but even then, it's pretty remote. What we need now is a performance management system that is very closely aligned with where your organization needs to go. Uh, because performance management is an excellent and number one feedback mechanism to your organization, uh, which targets um, and directs people's behavior toward that execution of the strategy. Um, strategies change, and therefore performance management systems need to be fine-tuned um, so that the feedback that the organization is receiving from the collective data of performance management will be relevant to where you need to go. Let me give you a quick illustration of a very successful example of how this adjustment and realignment of performance management occurs. If you take GE, for example, GE uh, was the company, the gold standard of performance management to begin with. They set up their force ranking system at the time when they were a manufacturing organization, and that system worked very well for them for quite a few years. However, in most recent years, GE has become a company focused on creating the first multinational um, Internet of Things technology company. They needed to realign the behavior of 300,000 and more uh, employees around the world. And that's where they went through a significant review of their performance management so that they could target the right behaviors and direct their employees to the fulfillment of the strategy that they currently have. So I want to encourage each one of you, uh, without the biases of looking across at best practices, to review what your current strategy is and what is the business requirement for performance management that you have now. And remember that performance management will be the most powerful tool to focus your employees 
and direct them toward execution of the goals that the organization set for, for itself. Um, the feedback that's going to be coming in from the um, performance management application is going to be a very valuable data for you to also align where your employees are and where your strategy is. So I would start with definitely a serious revision of the alignment between what you currently have for performance management and what your leadership sees your organization doing on the strategy side. Awesome. Thank you, Anna. So what all might leaders prepare to find when moving through a cultural discovery process within their organization? Um, another very important step is definitely to be focused on data and evidence. Um, performance management is not an ideological construct. It really comes from um, the very essence of what a strategy and a business is all about. It's about people's work on a day-to-day -day basis. And, um, and when it comes to data and evidence, be prepared for the unexpected. Most importantly, keep an open mind. We know after you know a few years of um, looking into the neuroscience, behavioral economics, the new discoveries in psychology, we really understand that our brains are uh, imperfect. We are fallible for heuristics and biases, and the feedback we usually get on our own is very subjective. So we need to have those um, uh, check and balances in place when we are reviewing the data that's coming from the organization. Having objective data is really critical. And the way you get it is definitely um, in the uh, leading organization. It comes from big data, from technology, um, on the back end of HIRS systems, the apps, that um, social media that organizations are using. Um, we are able to generate oftentimes this, um, the data that becomes predictive analytics for us. So very, very important. For organizations that do not necessarily have yet uh, these high-tech access to data, and may not have, at this point, uh, the skills in the HR organization to generate predictive analytics approach. There are other ways of um, getting at the data that you really need to see, uh, and that will be most commonly um, employee surveys, um, uh, engagement surveys uh, where you can outsource um, the execution of a survey, and you are going to be uh, receiving the data that you need if you want to be um, aligned and if you want to have accurate um, understanding of where your organization is on its way to um, performance excellence. That um, is an absolute requirement these days uh, for the success of your business. That's right, Anna, and timing can be everything. So what determines the pace at which an organization's focus should shift from accountability to learning during the revolution of their performance management system? How fast is too fast? Okay, that's a very, very important question. It's all about the pace, right? What pace do you set for yourself and for your organization? so that you do not exhaust the resources that you have. You do not overwhelm your people with change. 
um, the most frequent complaint that we currently get is change fatigue. At the same time, the urgency of the business may be such that you do need to go through the changes fast. And that will be just as everything that we've discussed, individual to your particular business, to your particular organization. Um, first of all, a review, number one, review the urgency of the business case. Um, some organizations do have a burning platform and they don't have a choice. It really is a matter of survival. Not changing means um, the end of <laughs> the operation, so you need to be changing fast. Uh, let me give you an example. Microsoft, um, disastrous performance in the market, uh, was blamed for an inefficiencies of their performance management system when the business required Microsoft to uh, be a collaborative, innovative environment, the performance management system they had was a forced-ranking competitive system that only identified the top 10% of high-performance and, and uh, left 90% of the population of that technology giant disengaged. So they felt um, that they, need, um, they needed to make that change really fast, and they did the research and they introduced top-down, centralized change in the performance system. So that was a case of a very fast evolution of their new uh, performance management system. Uh, the second important factor to consider in how fast you can actually go is whether your organization has uh, a learning culture built in where you already have a true and tried development tracks that you can put the new learning through and your organization will absorb and flex to the new requirements. Um, again, the, a good example for that is GE. Everyone is familiar with Crotonville and the long-standing tradition of developing managers in that organization. So if you have that infrastructure in place, clearly your change is going to occur much faster. The change in behavior, uh, new management approach, introduction of the new uh, tools, all of that will be put through, as I said, tried and true um, development tracks that are already in place. If you don't have that in place, it's going to take time. And then finally, I also think we need not underestimate First of all, the sponsorship of the business, that's an absolute number one priority. Uh, all business leaders have to be on board with the agenda. Without that, um, we are not able to do anything. Um, in, in fact, it might be um, backfiring on HR if the process is originating in HR. It is a business process and the business has to be behind it. And, and the, the second aspect of the same uh, point is the HR organization and, and, and the HR leaders have to have the skills, have to have the vision and the courage to do the new thing. And so all of these three um, factors have to be in place. How burning is your platform? How uh, uh, urgent is your change, number one? Number two, do you have the learning and development infrastructure um, to accelerate your change management process? And number three, uh, do you have the skills in um, the HR organization to lead the change with the sponsorship and support of the business, of course? And so if you have those three in place, 
then you can pace yourself appropriately through the change and your organization will be uh, shifting and flexing in the right direction. But one thing to remember, it's always going to take much longer than you think. The, the evolution from um, the accountability system to the learning system in your performance management is a marathon. It's not a sprint. I like the way you put that. So thank you, Anna, so much for sharing your knowledge with us today. Delighted to be here and definitely want to be on board with everyone who is now thinking about changing to the new performance management culture. It's about time for all of us. Thank you. We'd also like to thank all of you for tuning in and encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed what you heard. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Smart Radio, and on the YouTube channel HCI Talent. From 9 to Thrive HR and all of us at HCI, thank you for listening.